Welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, the people, places, and adventures that go right along with them. We got a little bit of a change up today. That's why I did the intro early. But we have one of our bestest friends, Avery Tomasco from CBS Whoa. Austin. Howdy. He's a meteorologist, and we have big questions as to uh, why is it so dadgum hot in Central Texas? So... Before we get into that, don't forget, mm-hmm. you can check out show notes at rvsmalltalk.com. You can check out social media, RV Small Talk Podcast, even on YouTube. If you want to see what Avery's face looks like this week, check out our video on YouTube. <laughs> Woohoo. Okay. So, I digress. I don't want to spend too much more time. I want to say, hey, welcome back. It's been much longer than Thank I thought. Thank you. Um, as we were speaking before you hit record, this studio is mm. insane. It's bigger. We got a TV. We got a camera. Yeah. We have your same beautiful faces. It's an absolute pleasure to be back with you. The same beautiful faces. Not oh. insane. We're like the clown posse. <laughs> yes. Two years. We didn't get to introduce Can, ourselves, so maybe we have clown names. Um, we didn't introduce ourselves. And oh. Also, can you turn my headphones down a little bit? Turn I'm them getting, down? I'm getting some... But I have to get Ooh. out of the camera shot. Sensory overload. I'm sorry. It's just too Is loud. it my silky voice? <laughs> no, it's, it's Clint's... <laughs> laugh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't hear very often. A bit abrasive. <laughs> but Better? because you're here, he like, he's all uh, joyous. That's right. Um, Clinton and I you're like brothers from, the from same another cloth. mother. Absolutely. Absolutely. We yeah. also talked about this last time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's still true. It's the goofiness that attracts. It's it's plutonic, I assure you. Mm-hmm. But plutonic. <laughs> plutonic. Is that like Pluto? It's not platonic. Pl. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right enough platitudes. It's plutonic. Okay. <laughs> okay. So before before we start throwing dad jokes and puns precipitously, let's move forward with <laughs> precipitously <One>. precipitation. <laughs> Great segue. As you were. Uh, so I. When I reached out to you before I dropped off the map and then reached out and then dropped off the map again, it was because we were looking, teetering at going into this El Nino pattern. Mm -hmm. And we all have these ideas of El Nino. Such a good little boy. Yes. I mean, brings us cooler weather, more more breeze, more more rain. And here Uh we are with today's, (laughs) your post today was... Um, insulting. Yes. Yeah. It's it was um, offensive. Hard to look at. <laughs> Disrespectful. <laughs> so with I didn't see it. Well, you're not missing out on anything you don't already <laughs> Do you know. Follow? It's hot and it's going to stay hot. Do you follow meteorologist Avery Tomasco on Facebook? You're missing out on some really crude humor. <laughs> yeah, you know, also some creed humor. Because that was funny. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. So, yes. But then you have to actually look at Facebook that's to true. see what you posted. Yeah, you and that's him with what arms I don't wide do. Open. That's what I don't do. So, I know. what was it? What was it? Today? It's going to be hot. The post, the post was it's really hot. You're going to have a bad time. And then copy and paste for two weeks. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, obviously, we're an RV oh. podcast. And, yes. and we all looked this spring. Hopefully, mm-hmm. and it's not what we're experiencing. Can you can you just give us a bit of your education, El Nino? But can yes. you, yeah, can you start yes. with like what it is for people like me who have no idea? Okay, let's start with um, the chaos that has been the last three years. Okay, uh-huh. I'm which ready. has Ooh. been under the influence of not the boy but the girl. Ah. La Nina. Yeah, she plays, she plays with your emotions. Yes. Um, so this is all part of the El Nino Southern Oscillation. So it's a a patternless fluctuation between two extremes, cold and hot, of sea surface temperatures way down there in the equatorial Pacific. Um, So even though that's happening far away, it has 
what we call satellite effects all across mm-hmm. the globe. La Nina is cooler sea surface temperatures in the equatorial Pacific Ocean. For us, that makes us hotter and drier than average. And boy, have we had that. Yes. Uh, basically, the last three years have been hot in the summer, but we've also had these extreme cold snaps. But even with those big cold snaps, we've stayed hotter and drier than average, which is why we're in a bad drought, which is why there's no right. water in the lakes, whole nine yards. So now we're in El Nino. And to your point, everyone was kind of excited about That's right. it, right? El Nino usually means the opposite. We're usually a little bit cooler. We're usually a little bit wetter. Unfortunately, El Nino has come too late as far as our summer is concerned oh. Oh. Um, in our spring. So we did get a little bit of benefit like in May. We had some nice storms. They weren't mm-hmm. all that bad. We had some nice rainfall, like for the first time in a long time. The problem is that El Nino is only our friend during the fall, winter, and spring. Summer is a lawless playground for the hellscape that is summer in Texas. Yes. So El Nino doesn't have much of an impact, which just, is a just, bummer. Yeah, sugarcoat it next yes. time, okay? Okay. Um, it's sometimes hot. Um, it's not that bad. It's just Texas. It's a Texas. little warm. So do these things, do El Nino and La Nina yes. affect the whole country or just Texas? Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it affects the, the, the whole world. Um, so one of the big headlines you may have seen recently, I don't know how big y'all are into following news headlines, is that we've had like four or five days in a row last week of it's the planet's, the planet's hottest day ever. Okay, it's the planet's hottest day ever again. Okay, well, here was a new day. It's the hottest day ever for the world. Right. Because El Nino is the opposite of La Nina, where the sea surface temperatures in the equatorial Pacific are warmer. Right. And they've been warming up like crazy. So that, on its own, is adding more fuel to the fire that is a warming planet. Does that planet. mean more humidity generated from that area and blowing around? Does that mean, I mean, in La Nina, are there storms out at sea and not coming inland? But in El Nino, the storms are generated. Are you referring to like our neck of the woods, Atlantic storms, or are you talking about equatorial Pacific storms? Equatorial Pacific storms and how, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm going way too big a scope. (laughs) Boiling it down, uh, the warmer sea surface temperatures throws everything into whack in the equatorial Pacific. So it, it, um, when everything is that hot in the sea surface temperatures. It changes the circulations around the equator. Mm-hmm. It changes the way the jet stream behaves in our neck of the woods. It changes the way that storms do or don't form in the uh, tropics like hurricanes for our neck of the woods. Uh, it changes everything. Um, for us, it's usually beneficial though because El Nino means there's more wind shear, meaning winds are changing speed and direction with height in the Atlantic. So storms don't like that. Tropical storms or hurricanes become a little bit less likely. It protects us a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Okay. They can. Uh, Generally, when El Nino is in effect, we have fewer hurricanes. And in the fall and winter, it usually means we're cooler, we're wetter. It also usually means we flood like crazy. Ah, yes. Mm. The the famous saying in Texas is that Texas is in a constant state of drought, periodically interrupted by the catastrophic flood. Yes. Which kind of tracks, right? Yes, it does. That's true. So, um, for the RVers in Texas, oftentimes in the summertime, they're already heading to higher altitude and higher latitude yeah. to, and whatnot. So we can certainly come back to Texas, but even our Texan campers and our listeners are all over the place. Um, what does this mean for the East Coast, the Midwest and and the West Coast, you know, different parts of the country? Everything else besides Texas. Great question. So caveat. 
I love Texas. I focus on Texas weather. So that's my bread and butter as far as the rest of the country goes. My I butter's can, melted. My butter is um, is boiled away. Your, your bread is toasted. Yeah, it's in the atmosphere somewhere. Yeah. For the rest of the country, for RVers escaping Texas, which uh, all the power to you, get out of here. I wish I could. Um, <laughs> get out. It's duty calls. It's, <laughs> not, it's not as big of an impact, El Nino, uh, yeah. across the rest of the country as it is across the southern U.S., um, during the summer, though, as I mentioned, it really doesn't matter because El Nino's effects are more prominent in the fall, winter, in the spring. So okay. everyone trying to escape Texas in the summer, you're finding probably still some warm weather no matter where you go, especially this week. Everywhere is kind of toasty unless you're like going to the Arctic Circle and that's a drive. But yes. It's hard to get a trailer there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard the camping's not so good. I'm going to try it. You would someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, going you to the would. Arctic Circle. I why not? I would love to. Oh really? gosh! Yes. What would you do? Let's talk I, about ice. Um, you may Let's not remember this ice. from two years ago. I love winter. Winter is my favorite. The, the winter weather, winter mm-hmm. temperatures. Um, it's so much easier. And here's here's a big reason why. If you're hot, mm-hmm. if your body is hot, if you're outside and you're sweating, it's harder to cool yourself off in this world. But if you're cold, you put on a jacket. Now you're warm, right? You can't you can't take off more layers when it's so hot outside. So that's why I love winter. It's easier to um, stay comfortable in the winter, and it's less expensive too. Because I feel like I'm spending so much money just keeping my house cool right now. Right, it's, it's got to be livable for, for the baby. See, I yeah, totally the baby demands it. Disagree with you. Oh, oh, ooh. Ooh. round one, go. I'm going to flip because, this table. <laughs> <laughs> Not if I do it first. Say your piece. Hey, my tables, no, y'all. <laughs> I feel the opposite because when you're cold, I, I, you have to cover everything up. I mean, the things that are cold are my toes, my fingers, my nose, mm-hmm. my ears. Yeah. Okay, so what am I supposed to do? Just but that's easily fixable. You add a layer and then you're, you're more to comfortable, your nose, right? To my nose, to my ears? Yeah, if you have to. to you got earmuffs. There are things that you can buy that make your life better when it's cold. But if you're hot, I mean, I'm getting, never mind. I don't want to say that. <laughs> no. If you're hot, uh-huh. all you have to do uh-huh. is go outside and turn on your garden hose and put it over your head for a second. What if you don't have a garden hose? And then it feels really good. What if you don't have, have a garden hose? Have your friends spit on you? Have your friends What if I didn't have a coat? Um, I mean, honestly. Yeah, like how, wait, you can't say what if you, I mean, you have access to water. Right. It instantly cools you down and it's so much easier. But then you're wet. Yeah, it's amazing. If you don't want to be wet, if you don't want to be wet, this is the table flipping moment. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to say to each their own. Yes, Um, don't yuck someone's yum. Don't yuck someone's yum. (laughs) Your yum sounds great. I think my yum is is just as great. And I I um I respect that. Thank you. I I respect (laughs) your incorrect decision. This has been a good thing, you two. I'm glad you expanded the studio. We can move a couple of these tables and just just wrestle it out. We can just, yeah, settle our um, transgressions the old-fashioned way. Anyway. Well, if we're talking about RVers, though, Mm -hmm. I mean, the reality is RVers come south. I mean, winter Texans, that's a real thing, and it happens all across the south because guess what? They don't like the cold, and they hate the snow. Mm -hmm. So you may want to take a trip to the Arctic Circle, but you probably don't want to live there. Right. And you or don't can, want to shovel the well, snow and deal with the slush for months on end. But to be fair, the winter RVers also don't want to live here. That's why they RV yeah. here and have a house 
elsewhere. <laughs> and then, then they escape when it becomes hellish in the summer. God, right? That's the way to do it. Yeah. Um, follow the seasons. I have a question. Go on. Okay. Do I tell. don't even know if you'll know the answer to this, but you, you totally know the answer to this. <laughs> where is Where is a place that has four seasons? That I can go live. There's right here. Is that a hotel chain? No, no, not, not no. We, we get four seasons here, no. but summer is eight months. <laughs> we, get, <laughs> we get fall for one to maybe two days, and then spring for a couple days, and then winter is anyone's guess. But we get all four seasons. It's just not um, okay. Nobody's buying that evenly dispersed. Yes. No, no dispersed. Um, four seasons. Uh, it literally anywhere else. If you go really? uh, yeah. above, I like, don't know places. <laughs> Kansas or farther north, I say you mm-hmm. get you Kansas. Get, I could. Reliably Kansas? four seasons. Yeah. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Kansas? Cool. Yeah, it's flat everywhere. And what uh, I love about these four se- mythical four season places I know. I, is I don't know what that's is, like. It's it really is about three ish, three and a half, four months of each. Of so each? you so you so you it, you're just wearing out on one. That was lucky. And ducks. the next one arrives and it's yeah. glorious. It's like a postcard every four and months. And it's a smooth transition. Like there's yeah. no drama. For us, we go from like hellscape summer to winter with one cold front we've done that before yeah. like, and then back to, and summer, then back sometimes. to summer for a little <laughs> yeah, while what was it it was like last year we had in austin our uh, the biggest 24-hour temperature drop in the city's history mm-hmm. i think it was like we had a high temperature of near 90 one day and then a high temperature 24 hours later of 32 right the biggest drop ever right um so that's that's what we get in texas everywhere else is kind of that's it's crazy. a little lazier you get to enjoy the transitions a little bit we're not lucky right and chances are we were from, from that 32 we we're back in the 80s within 72 hours i mean it's yeah, just, so that temperature drop came with like a little ice storm oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of course a, a little of course it was it was actually a little one before the big one this year oh this was (laughs) i think it was last year either late last year or early last year i forget what the big cold front was but it was like a a little ice storm like that much ice but of course everyone got into bumper car mode and Mm -hmm. there were crashes all over the place then we had the big ice storm which we can talk about later um that was do we have to we we probably don't want to bring up that trauma again do we have that was like 2021 all over again well i kind of felt like everybody up north was just laughing at us well yeah they they do they do laughing at us but um (laughs) they laugh at us in the cold the same way we laugh at them in the heat like there'll be some headline uh north dakota hits 95 degrees heat wave intensifies we're like 95 degrees right are you kidding we've been baking at 105 for three four months right yuppies when you step back from it you're like well it's because they aren't equipped or prepared we're not vice versa get naked just like anybody else and put a garden hose over Mm -hmm. their head they don't have garden springs nothing about getting naked (laughs) (laughs) you insinuated it but a lot of their houses may not have air conditioning right you know, and so it's because they're from a, from a equipment standpoint, you know, infrastructure standpoint, just the same as we can't handle cold. Right. They can't oh. handle. Well, our veers follow the weather. That's what we do. You have we to camp at the times that it makes sense for us. And we travel to places that have better weather. Yeah. Right. More moderate weather. Usually. I follow the mosquitoes. Usually. Oh, yeah. The I mean, you know, we're in Texas. They follow you. So it really doesn't That's matter. That's why I say put. They hunt you. <laughs> it Texas. doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah there's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Well, but <clears throat> sorry. Go ahead. I did have a question. Okay. Uh, I, I, I may have lost it. I may need to drink more coffee. Um, less coffee or less coffee, coffee with less it. oil slicks. Okay. We'll, we'll pause it. for station identification. 
Do you know what station we're on? Honestly? CBS Austin. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. Got to make the boss happy. <laughs> if you guys don't follow Avery Tomasco on Facebook, just so you know, we were talking about mosquitoes, and one of my favorite things that he does is the mosquito meter. Skeeter meter. The skeeter meter. Yeah. Um, Where he tells by you science behind it. By popular demand, it was mosquito meter, and everyone's like, "No, you got to do skeeter meter." Yeah. What is a mosquito meter? Nobody knows. Uh, the skeeter meter is actually scientific. I was like, I, I, I need, know, it, and it, it works. Yeah. Like if it, if temperatures less than sixty, you're not getting swarmed. If it's less than fifty, you're not getting bit. So it has it's like a, a little graph that shows like when the skeeters are out. Um, I I used to live in South Austin, and it was horrible. Yeah. And we couldn't go outside. And I remember taking my baby outside and like wrapping her in like mosquito netting just to like mm-hmm. yeah. take her outside. They probably still got in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but just just so y'all know, I live in Hutto now. I haven't gotten bit by a mosquito at my house in four years. I have since a theory on that one. It's because it's flat corn fields. I'm not near any water. constant. There's a ton of wind. It's, no water. it's wonderful. Yeah. Man, oh. not in four years have I gotten so bit a by a mosquito. I thought that house. gas station downtown smelled so bad, kept all the mosquitoes away. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a theory. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> so, did you remember your question yet? Because I was just trying to stall for you. So I'm going to lean on <laughs> PJ. I'm going to lean on PJ's expertise here. Mm, if you're so in an area that is so prone to wicked rapid weather changes like we are it presents problems for let's say the fair weather rver that follows the nice weather well a place like texas where where it can go from 90 to 32 and it can do this rapidly and several times what does this mean for the rver traveling in our neck of the woods and what do they do about it vigilance mm-hmm Get out, like Avery just said. Drive Information. North? Uh, no, 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 no. They're here. They're here for our eighty-degree winter. Mm-hmm. It's eighty degrees. That's what they came for, and that's what they expect. It's maybe it's the first year. They're, they're they're trying it out. Eighty degrees. They're doing fine. And then in their time here, one, two, three, four, five cold snaps. And so, what do they do? I mean, obviously, we have water systems. We have. Tires, so if they are changing campgrounds and all that, what do they need to be on the lookout for with these crazy weather swings? You know, the biggest thing is, is first of all, you have to realize uh, if you come to Texas to avoid any type of severe cold weather, it can uh, still happen. You just made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, you might <laughs> because, have made a mistake. I mean, it snowed at Big Bend this year. The Tourist Bureau is so thankful for that information. I know. <laughs> it snows at Big so, Bend more often than you would think. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. Really? Uh, no, yes. Why? Like just every year? Briefly, we'll come back to the RV sure, sure, question. Sure. But mountains, mm-hmm. higher mountains. terrain, um, closer proximity to Pacific moisture, because um, that's oftentimes how we get snow is moisture coming in from the Pacific on top of like cold air at the surface. So that combination is a bit more likely through the farther west and northwest you go, closer to the Rockies which is uh, qualifies as Big Bend. Yeah. Yeah. So we have the Davis Mountains down there. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me that it is more likely to snow in Big Bend because the Pacific moisture and the mountains than it is here in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a lot of times, a lot of times we'll we'll have like a (laughs) this nerd because he nerd one nerd two because Clint (laughs) follows me on Facebook. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> See, you're missing out. You got to get on the book face every now and then. <laughs> You'll learn something. Uh, but yeah, in general, like you can get the higher elevation you are, the more likely you are to get snow. I think that's I did know that. pretty common sense. I knew that one. Um, so like while it's snowing yeah. in Big Bend, it may be snowing above our heads here in Austin, but then it all kind of gets zapped by drier air, warmer air closer to the surface. That is crazy to think about. It does. That it's snowing yeah. in space above us. Mm-hmm. But then... A lot of the times it is, what? especially in the fall and even in the spring. It'll be snowing above our heads, but then that all turns into rain. How high do I need to build this tower? Yeah. Really How high. powerful does my, do my, my binoculars need to We're be? talking 10,000 foot tall, tall tower. There's no building that's 10,000 feet tall. Sorry. I would just want to see yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. You can fly high enough, though. There's yeah, but but at that altitude, you not, you need oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a recommendation. A little less oxygen makes it a little more fun, in my opinion. Okay, Avery is not an astronaut, guys. He's a weatherman. Are you sure? He's a space cadet. I would go to space if I could. Well, that's another crazy place you would go. Your take, Lindsay. Uh, okay, our, well, everybody. Our, <laughs> the Arctic Circle and space. Yes. Uh, it's probably cold in space, though, right? Oh, yeah, it's extremely cold because there's nothing there. Is there mm. weather in space? Yeah, there's space weather. Shut up. Yeah, that's Whoa. a whole different ball of wax. Mm. Shaw. This is not an RV Solar show storms? Anymore. Solar storms, radiation, mm-hmm. waves of it. Yep. Ionosphere, the whole nine yards. <laughs> they say that space has a smell. Does it? They say it does, and I forget what they mentioned that it is. I have to look it up. Pickles. It might be pickles. It who might be feet. who died smelling space? I don't know. I have to look it up because I feel like you don't survive attempting to smell outer mm-hmm. space because that. You, oh yeah, you'd have to like smell it and then like write it down real quick and then die and then yeah. hope somebody gets your message. God, we in are a really going off the the beaten <laughs> path here. What is this podcast this is, about? It's an important <laughs> PJ <laughs> theoretical question. <laughs> PJ, please rescue us. Help. Our viewers in Texas, cold snaps, weather, we're in space. Avoidance. Two I need years. To make this quick. Two years have passed, and we're doing the exact same thing. We did last time, which is just utter conversational chaos. It's the same episode. (laughs) I remember talking about how do you see weather coming and predict it. Mm -hmm. We actually talked a few minutes about weather last time. Yeah. We did this time too. We did. Now we're done. Um, (laughs) I would, I would like to be useful to your, your viewing audience. Um, It's very useful to me. (laughs) If they don't like it, they can push stop or next or. So if it drops down to 32 or below quickly overnight, I know, (laughs) forget segues. They are way too much trouble. So then it comes right back up. Just keep your furnace on and you're fine. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this, but. If it's going to, you know, sometimes in Texas, you don't know, it gets cold, stays for three days, stays for a week, it's icy, then you need to drain the water out of your Mm -hmm. tanks, leave your furnace on, open your cabinet doors, um, get some bottled water, keep it inside with you, and pour some antifreeze down all of the P-traps and the drains and in your toilet. Now I have a question. Yes. Mm. In general, I'm big on efficiency and I hate my house. I love my house, but I hate my house because I feel like it's bleeding money into the atmosphere. Yeah. At all hours of the day. Every little crack is like another dollar 
of AC Cox You're going out the window. Dad. I am such a Hey, close that door. What are you doing? Trying to air condition the whole neighborhood. <laughs> Turns um, off lights, which is like crazy. So my question is, oh, my wife <laughs> hates me oh, because she will, she will like for like 10 microseconds, leave the back door open to go get something outside because the daughter left something outside. Uh-huh. And I'm like, close it, close it, close the door. And she's like, Avery, stop it. Just wait until your daughter is tall enough. Five seconds. Tall enough to reach the light switches because oh, kids leave everything. Oh, she's already she's obsessed with light switches. She's obsessed and mm-hmm. I'm trying to teach her, no, off is better. Um, <laughs> Good okay. luck with that. She'll Back learn to your eventually. Question. My question is, in general, how efficient is an RV, especially like a modern RV, be it a camper, trailer, or you know, a dedicated motorhome, how efficient are they? Like well insulated? Like if, it, if there's a big cold snap outside, is your RV instantly getting cold too? Well, it probably depends on how long you leave the door open. If yeah. you're If you're just inside... Uh, that depends on the RV. Okay. And it's funny because we were talking earlier about like, you know, people getting mad at social media and it making it go up more. All of our social media is that's so expensive. That why what why would you pay that much? Mm-hmm. I can get a fifth wheel for that price. Materials and construction. But yeah, I mean it's just like anything else. There's trailers and then there's trailers for weather. Yeah. And so I mean it depends on the quality of what you're buying. Um, in general, like a stick and tin, it's gonna, it, it's hard for the AC to uh, do anything below 80 when it's 100 degrees outside. I mean, it oh, just yeah, won't the, happen. Ugh. Well, ACs and air conditioners are designed to have a 20 degree differential. Right. Which means if it's 105 outside and you're, you get your trailer to 85, you have 85 temperature air coming out of that air conditioner, mm-hmm. then it you is disgusted. performing to Can't spend. sleep. And that's in perfect conditions. That does not mean yes. you're operating in, in high humidity. Uh, I mean, it's it, there's a lot of things. Now, Avery, it, from where you're sitting, you can see a few trailers. Uh-huh. These are them, not the trailers we're talking right. about. Okay. <laughs> that one has dual pane windows with the gas-filled barrier. That one, that this one. one. Uh, so yeah. so there's there there's a lot of residential technology that goes into these that, that's really... Really and good. insulation and really good ceiling. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the little teardrops and stuff like that, even some that are a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been camping in the summer in mine and it's what, 22 feet and I freeze yep. like the mm-hmm. AC is way too cold, um, okay. even when it's 100 degrees outside. So, talking. I mean, it really depends on what you're buying. Are you buying a a cheap family weekend getaway mm-hmm. a few weekends or are they're you buying cheap. they're just entry level entry yes, you're level. right i'm That's so very sorry pc of you entry level yes so everyone's I, included if i may also you're, the way you're looking at them they're above the ground there's not a foundation they're a little bit closer to a pure beam style house okay okay so there's airflow underneath so so there's things that you have to just keep in mind what what is this actually capable of first the build and the engineering and the build and the materials, how well is it constructed? That's gonna go a long ways. But then you go, but it's it's an open air box sitting above the ground by almost a foot. Yeah. Um, 
you're at so, the mercy of what's mm-hmm. around you. But what RVs sense. are really good at is moving air inside. Almost everything is made with a high-powered fan in the top, like an old attic fan that mm-hmm. they used to put in all the houses. Mm-hmm. And so you crack the windows, you turn on that high-powered fan, you get a nice circulation of air. So you douse yourself with a garden hose, mm-hmm. then go get sit all inside. wet. You have to dry yourself off. Going. No, 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 no! Don't dry yourself off. Then you get hot again. Just stay wet. Your clothes are wet. I'm taking you all back to the counselor. (laughs) We need to go to jail at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I hear it's really cold in jail. Really? No, in Texas, they don't don't even air condition the jails in Texas. That's That's a whole other different topic. That is is just horrifying. It's awful. Horrifying. So... I don't know. I, that's a good question, and it depends on the RV as that, far as how cool or how hot it's going to get. That aspect really attracts me to the RV life. Having a smaller space that's cheaper to keep mm-hmm. cool or hot, that's well insulated. Are you future full timer? Yeah, you just want to live <laughs> in an RV right now? It's been two years, but I've oh. aged 30 years course, <laughs> since yeah. we last spoke. Yeah. My daughter's in college. I'm ready to hit the road <laughs> with my uh, solar panel RV. Right, so, so where are we sending you? Where, 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 if we were, say, you know, Avery, with your whatever window of time you might have on the radar, where would we be sending you and your family? Uh, cold, but not too cold. Okay, where is that? Well, so um, I drive a Prius, so I'm not off-road inclined. Okay, I don't even know if I were to buy an off-road or like a like a tow towing car. I don't think it would it would be big and beefy. Something that would be worthy of going through snow and slush or whatever. That would require fuel. So he doesn't want to buy fuel. uh, I'm gonna say uh, we're in the neighborhood of like what's why can't I think of it? Um, National Park, Wyoming. Montana area. Where is it? What, Yellowstone? Yeah. Yellowstone. Yeah. Absolutely. So? <laughs> Sign me up for Yellowstone. So, like so early you like fall. Crowds of people. I like. <laughs> and taking uh, selfies with Buffalo. I like scenery. Uh-huh. And if I were to go to Yellowstone, I would do research to find when or the fewest number of people there. Uh-huh. We have apps for that, by the okay. way. You oh, just, do you? you? You let us know. That's awesome. Okay, because I'm already <laughs> planning my you know trip to Disney World with the, the my two year old almost. Oh man, yes. we're not actually planning it, but when we do plan it, I'm gonna I'm gonna search when are the fewest number of people there. Right. I hate crowds. Really? Yeah, I, I can't do people. I can't do lines. Like if the, uh, You don't seem another, like that kind of person. That's another thing my wife is, has a pet peeve with me for, because if the, if we're going to a restaurant and we don't have reservations or anything and the line's just out the door. You're done. You're done. I'm, uh, let's go to Taco Bell. Let's go. Uh, we don't need to wait for food. That's right. It can't be that good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of Again, agree with you there. I'm, I'm we're digressing. Here. So anyway, if I were to RV, I would go somewhere cool and preferably with a uh, few people. Okay. Yeah. The Arctic Circle, I hear, is nice. Oh, yeah. It's not very many people. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to find a 7-Eleven up there, unfortunately. It's, it's cool. You got to pack all your snacks. Yeah, but you get to choose your snacks. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and wear a coat. You're, uh, you're off the trail for a <laughs> while. Up there. Oh, I, I got to know if there's actually a campsite in the Arctic Circle somewhere. It's it's all it's all available. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> You're floating on. I'm something, planning my the whole future thing trip. Is a camp spot. <laughs> yeah. I bet we have some listeners who could tell us. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. We have a lot of people who have been to Alaska with their campers. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. That's on the bucket list is an Alaska trip or an Alaska cruise or something Alaska. That's where my parents are going this weekend. 
Ooh, lucky them. Uh, the weather's great up there right now. Mm-hmm. The mosquitoes are ginormous. I told them. Yeah. So do you watch the, I mean, I guess, of course you do. It's a dumb question. Well, ask well, you have to, I want to hear it. You already are halfway <laughs> yeah. there. Do you yeah. just like watch and know the weather for the whole country? More do you or less. Watch the whole world? No. Where's your scope? Uh, anywhere in the U.S. is usually going to be pertinent to us. Uh, so do you know what's happening in North Dakota today? Uh, not today because there's nothing happening in North Dakota that's going to Ever? impact us. <laughs> oh, okay. So like if, if there's, you know, a big cold front coming, that's going to, you know, uh, shake and rattle Texas, then I'm going to look, you know, mm-hmm. a couple days in advance up to North Dakota and say, hey, look at how cold it is up there in the, in the boonies right. of North Dakota. That's coming our direction. Uh, so then I will know what's going on in North Dakota yeah, or Canada yeah. or if there's, you know, a Pacific hurricane that's about to send a lot of moisture into Texas. Then I know what's going on with that hurricane. I don't know what's going on in Asia or Europe unless it's like a big deal headline. A, 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 a dust uh, storm coming over. Yeah. Um, Saharan dust from Africa. That's going to be a headline in the next uh, few days. Great sunsets. Better sunsets, yeah. More colorful. Um, uh, dirty cars. Dirty cars. Man. My car is already dirty. Yes. And I'm out of wind, windshield wiper fluid. Like, uh. it only get refilled whenever I get my oil changed. Well, it's a Prius, and that lowers your gas mileage with the added weight. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. Um, but but you got to pair that up with the fact that with more grit on your car, you actually have more wind resistance. So you got to balance that out. Yeah, so uh, what, what Clint is saying is that my MPGs are going down. That's bad. Yeah. Too much weight. Yeah. Mm, Too much nice. filth. So I've got a question totally related to what you just said. Not not at all. Okay. <laughs> Classic. I'm going to say, I'm going to say a name and I want your immediate response. Al Roker. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why what? I don't get it. I don't either. I just wanted to ask a question. <laughs> I have opinions. <laughs> you have opinions on He's Al Roker? A great guy. It's a great guy. Is he a meteorologist? No. Okay, well then, why do we... He's a weather guy. Yeah, he's he's a meteorologist he's a by man. practice. At at some point, you do the weather enough, you're probably really good at it, probably better than most people with an actual meteorology mm-hmm. degree. But as far as I know, he doesn't have a meteorology degree. Do you have a degree? Yes. Oh, so you're better than Al Roker. No, I'm okay. not. Okay. Everyone's I'm good so at their good. own <laughs> thing. <laughs> so, so, what so, was your, what was your saying? Don't yuck their ick Don't or, yuck someone's yum. Yeah. So I'm not going to yuck apply it. to college degrees. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> Listen, I'm a firm believer that if you do anything long enough, you can become an expert in it. Yes. Even without formal training. Yes. So in that regard, good so job, is, Al Roker. What is he good at? He's a great personality. He's a great personality. Man, he's a conversationalist. Um, uh, obviously, he's like America's dad. Everyone. It's hard to be mad at Al Roker for mm-hmm. anything that he says. So but don't for that, watch the weather. Uh, you can watch the weather. Just know that, like, I mean, this is a symptom of any nationally based meteorologist. Like, you're not going to know the intricacies of Austin weather if you're making a forecast sure. for the whole country sure. out of New York. Right. It's generalized. It's much more generalized. Um, the Deep South is going to be hot today. The Northeast is going to get rain today. Right. Uh, there's a flood threat in the mountains of California. I mean, it's very general. It's very And he spends a lot of time just making the general stuff easy to digest easy to understand but he's probably got a team of people at this point that feeds him a lot of behind the scenes uh graphics production and mm-hmm. actual forecasting where's you you who does sir. your graphics uh, me myself and i <laughs> <laughs> yes I, I pride myself in... are you an active canva user what the do you heck have is the canva <laughs> how do you make your all your graphics specialty weather software that's designed for what i do 
Really? That's it's, where how you make your creed. Oh yeah. Gifts? All all of my crazy uh, <laughs> memes and stuff. It's usually made through the same weather graphics <laughs> system. So I, we're really getting our money's worth, and that that software is doing things that it was never designed to do. I was gonna say, it's doing gymnastics <laughs> so for you. Funny. It is. Um, yeah, it gets a workout every morning. I made something stupid this morning. Um, the meme that's like, why can't you just be normal? Screams. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you're watching this after the fact, go back to what's today, uh, July the 12th, and look at my meme. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Because Texas is being not normal. <sighs> Bad Texas. Yeah. Um, and again, if you don't follow him, the other thing I like about you is... Um, <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Please butter my There's biscuits. two things. No, the, the only thing I like about you. <laughs> One thing. That's better than most. Uh, is you, whenever there's some kind of extreme thing happening, whether it's like, is this another ice storm or is it going to flood or mm-hmm. powers out or whatever kind of chaos is happening in Texas, you are the only person on social media that I see that's saying, chill out, ah. chill out. It's yeah. not, this is, breaks. this is what's going to happen yeah. and this might happen, but most likely just this is going to happen. So everybody chill out. Yeah. Um, it's not like fear mongering. So it's really cool to keep up with you during um, extreme events. Well, thank you. It makes me feel like the world's not more, ending. A little more sane. Wait, wait. It seems like someone else agreed with you on that. Some M. What was that? You won something. Oh. What was that? An Emmy? Yes. Uh, I've yes. got a couple of those. Um, <laughs> two. I have two. That is a couple. I'm done with two because now they're balanced on either side of the bookshelf. Yeah. Just one. It's like, where do you put the thing? Um, no. So Emmys are, are, are great. It's like validation that I'm doing something right. Um, but thank you. Y'all are really, y'all are really a, buttering me up. Do you get an Emmy for being right? I mean, what? Or just being a good personality? Do you get an Emmy for so for driving my, a Prius? My entries, no. No one gets an award for driving a Prius. <laughs> Participation ribbon, if you're lucky, for driving a Prius. Um, so for stuff like that, like I, I will submit into the proper category, which is like weathercast. Um, the stuff that I think I communicated the best, that's especially true when the weather is chaotic, like you mm-hmm. said, yeah. when there's so many different plausible outcomes and I try to kind of boil it down and say, here's what's most likely um, you need to do this, this and that to prepare. There's there's a lot that goes into kind of planning those forecasts and planning how I'm going to convey that message. So those are the ones I'm most proud of and the ones that I think do best in the awards show landscape. But to your point, yeah, it's easy to really hype up Central Texas weather because it sure. is crazy. Sure. Um, it's easy to get some of those clicks and some of that traction and Drama. social media, whatever, from yep. it. And in very rare cases, it is warranted. The last time I really was hyping something up was February 2021. And it was kind of the opposite at that point because there were other... Um, you know, sources of information that were saying, oh, it's going to be fun. You can go play in the snow with your kids and, you know, it'll be light, fluffy snow. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> there's going to be blackouts. <laughs> You're going to have a bad time. I literally, <laughs> I, I, I thought I was going crazy because I was like, I, I don't see this going right. any other way than it being an utter catastrophe. And of course it was. Uh, but I was, I was like going back and forth in my head. I was like, am I going crazy saying because some of the no things I'm saying right now? No one had the same kind of rhetoric. Um, um, 
that I had. And even my wife at one point, I remember the forecast leading up to February 2021. Uh, it was a Saturday, six o'clock newscast. She could see like the emotion on my face. And she was like, hey, like, I know you're worried about this, but like pump the brakes, calm it down. And I was like, OK, you're right. Um, like it was that kind of emotion right. for me because I was like, oh, you people well, got to be responsibility there. Yeah, though, there's a responsibility to um, do a couple of things. One, make sure people are prepared and two, not send them into panic. So that was a weird balancing act because sure. uh, that was sure. if there was people needed to panic. People kind of needed to panic. <laughs> yeah. But you don't you don't you don't want to, you know, and cause you don't, chaos. Yeah. And you're like prepare. But how do I tell them prepare? Hmm. Toilet paper. Yeah. Buy toilet paper. <laughs> because by you. No. <laughs> that wasn't me. I just said, hey, uh, you're going to have to hunker down for a bit. And everyone thought to themselves, toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> Get it all off the shelves. But wiping. <laughs> yeah. So for those who maybe aren't relating here, we had like a six-day ice snowstorm. Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon. All the Mageddons. It kept rolling between and no ice and snow. It's so many people with no electricity and, of course, so many people with no water. Yeah. We were all just... I mean, it really did. Got primal feel there for a, a minute. Little yeah. Got primal. That is a good word. It got primal. It Everyone for themselves. Crazy. Like city services shut down. So I keep forgetting. And thank you for clarifying that this is not an Austin podcast. This no. is a yes. national, yeah, international was, podcast. Yeah. So the context there is important. Um, weather disasters strike here pretty often. So in that in that realm, right? How how does it feel to be wrong so often? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to check my camera real quick. <laughs> And take a swing. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> no, you're not um, because it's part of your job, and that's what right. everybody says is, Oh, you it, you can be a meteorologist because you can say whatever you want and it doesn't matter, you still keep your job. But, like, it's, obviously, it's the joke of all jokes, right? Yes, so like, you still get paid, blah, 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 blah. joke, hardy har har. <laughs> um, so yeah, the and I, I think we talked about this last that's time okay. too. <laughs> Sometimes I can be wrong, sometimes I am wrong, I will be wrong again in the future. The question is, how do you uh, handle being wrong? And in my industry, it's good to know why you were wrong after the fact. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. That's another okay. type of post that you do that I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, and those are pretty few and far between, but every once in a while, like, we'll mess it up. I think I had one relatively recently. Yeah, where, I remember that one. Um, I, I forget exactly. But you did write like a five paragraph thing of... This is why I was wrong. Oh, this is I what remember. I was looking at. Yeah. And this is what happened instead. It was an crazy. overnight storm that just yeah. caught everyone off guard in June. Um, and I was like, ah, yeah, so that was a little rowdy, rowdy last night. Uh, here's why we didn't have any idea this was coming. Um, and so, yeah, it was like a five paragraph thing. Here's the setup. Here's why this happened. Here's why we didn't think it was going to happen that way. Uh, and people like that. Yeah, People really like that. Yeah. yeah uh, everyone knows that this is not an exact science. Everyone knows that this is somewhat of a guessing game. I hate to say that word because it's not guessing. It's educated guessing. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elevated guess. Totally different. Yes. I totally have a different. <laughs> I have a degree. Guessing with a bachelor's of science degree. Um, so, I, you know, it helps people to know that this is you know, there's so many different variables at play and to know that, you know, we're not always going to get it right, but there's good reason why we get it wrong sure. sometimes. Sure. But right now, it's so easy. It? <laughs> it's the easiest for it's going to be, uh, it's gonna, you're going to have some clouds in the morning, enjoy the shade because after that you're going to fry. Yeah. I say that every single morning. I have to fill every half hour, <laughs> four and a half minutes of the content on it's hot again today. Do you ever just feel like I can't do this again today? I just, or I can't think of it's, any way to say this other than 
exactly what I said. It's like before. how many different ways can you say the word hot? Right. And there's, thankfully, right. thesaurus is out there that mm-hmm. I um, caliente. I consult <laughs> consult my thesaurus every now and then. But uh, like uh, my job is harder when the weather's this quiet because I have to figure out how to remain right. useful. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you can just look at your your phone and say, "Oh, it's going to be 107 again today." Yeah. Yikes. Okay, I'm not going to watch the news. I don't need to. Uh, so I try to find a way to be entertaining. Sure. And to I'll find. Look it. You yeah. should just you should just stand in front of the camera tomorrow for four minutes and just scream. <laughs> just for four minutes straight. Just, I'm just gonna. Uh, no, I, just, yeah, I, know, I immediately hose. got a great image in my head of me turning my mic off and just pacing back and forth in front of the seven day forecast, yeah. just kicking rocks. Yeah, and there just, you go. Uh, cursing Do at it. the sky. Do Come it. on, and again, triple digits. What? You need to throw a toddler style tam- tantrum. Yeah, um, <laughs> on the floor, mm-hmm. kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. There's so many options. And then, and then you say, and then you do another segment where you demonstrate Lindsay's way of dealing with the heat. Which was water hose. Water hose. But don't get naked. That be weird. Yeah, no, no. I'm gonna make a mess in our brand new studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just bring a garden hose inside. You have two Emmys. I'm pretty sure you can do whatever you want. Does that give me tenure? Yes. (laughs) Soak the studio. They can't fire me. (laughs) Fire this. (laughs) No, they can still fire me easily. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always towing the line too on social media. My boss is like, hey, you got to delete that tweet. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. How many tweets hey, have you I had do to that delete? Too. And then she's like, mm. I, every once in a while, it's it, the comment section. To my boss's credit, Rob, if you're watching, I appreciate you and Please your guidance. Rob. Rob. Hey, Rob. Rob. Hi, Rob. Rob Cartwright. He's our news director. Um, sometimes I will post what I think is funny, but like in the context of the greater worldview of what's going on yeah. in the world, there are reasons why I should not have tweeted that. So he's yeah. like, hey, can you delete that? And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, but that happens fewer as I get older. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as, yeah. I as you mature, if you will. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I always, uh, I'm always towing the line. On the, <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the cusp of penalty. <laughs> <laughs> on the cusp. Oh, man. Cool. So any other questions before we send him home? I feel like we've well, talked I, very little about RVing, yeah, which I, I feel guilty about. I do have an RV question. Okay, good. I mean, it's... Is this it's, the one from earlier that you remembered? Oh, hell, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that that sounds like a lot of work to figure floating that out. in the ether somewhere. This is... This With is the just, snow up there. Yeah. yeah. 10,000 feet. <sighs> Such a maniac. <laughs> Hit me, PJ. All right. So... I, I want to plan a trip, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to... Not I, true. I, I, Richard does. Yeah, okay. Stop. All right. Someone's planning a trip, Stop. right? Okay. I, that I you are going to go somewhere yeah. and I'm trying to figure out the weather, trying to see what it can be like. The only thing I know to do is I Google on my phone, what's the weather like in June in the Ozarks? Is that where you're going? Uh, no. But okay. just, just test an yes. example, okay? Okay. Uh, yes, someday okay. I will be there. So I, I Google that to kind of see what it's like. Right. But, but when people are traveling, they kind of want to know what's in front of them, where they are. There's weather weather alert things mm-hmm. you can buy that will tell you if there's like a Noah tornado radios. nearby. Mm-hmm. Weather radios, yeah. But, but how do you travel and kind of get a good local forecast somewhere else without trying to see the news. I mean, I, I have to add, there has to be a way to do that. I got to advocate for uh, colleagues in this industry. F- know where you're going, look up the local news station 
in that area, any of them, follow one of the local meteorologists because there's no one that is going to know the weather better in that little area they're going into than a local meteorologist. So like AccuWeather, whatever, no. those places aren't going to give you... I mean, you can get an idea, but you a weather app, basically any weather app, is going to take all the information that they can possibly get his hand on and uh, average it all out and spit out some numbers for you. Right. All of those different pieces of information averaged together is probably not the best forecast. For example, um, oftentimes in the winter for us, there'll be a shallow cold front that comes through and uh, we're trying to figure out how cold it's going to be behind it. Is it going to be cold enough to get their ice on the road and are people going to crash their cars? Uh, most famously, most recently, I think it was winter of last year, there was a shallow cold front that came through mm -hmm. and there were, you know, nine out of 10 computer models said, ah, we're going to be above freezing, not going to be a big deal. But there's that one computer model that handles these situations the best that said, no, we're not going to get above 32 degrees and there's going to be some drizzle. There's going to be some ice on the roads. And so as a as someone that has lived here and breathed here and worked here for so long, I know that that one's probably going to be the one that wins. And so I'm telling people, uh, hey, tomorrow morning, maybe stay home because it's going to be a mess out there. And it was. But if you listen to your, your weather app, and this was true for the most recent ice storm this uh, uh, late January into February. Um, if you just listen to your weather app that's averaging everything together, you're going to get a bad forecast. Plain and simple. It, the weather apps are useful for times like this where it's just hot and dry <laughs> on season. repeat. Right. But yeah. when there's something impactful that's possible in the forecast, or you're going someplace you don't garbage. know. Yeah. Hot garbage, especially if you don't know oh, the weather and how it usually <laughs> is in that new place that you're visiting. So, follow and pay attention to someone who does. Local meteorologist, someone that's been there for a while is going huh. to know that information better than any weather app will. Okay, so in that situation, the scenario that you just laid out, mm -hmm. did all of the local meteorologists have the same take that you did on what was going to happen on that ice morning? My mama always said, if you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. <laughs> so, so what you're saying he is... He has two Emmys. I know. So if he's saying choose a local meteorologist, I don't know. There's more than one here right. in Right. In that case, you're not going to know who's the right one to follow. But any, more even the worst meteorologist in a local market is better than a weather app. I will stand wow. by that opinion. Okay. Wow. Interesting to know. Ooh, I will stand by it. Here first, second, or third. I don't hear it. So wherever your trip is that you're planning, follow any local meteorologist. So Look up who has an Emmy and follow them. Mm. <laughs> 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 it, might be, it might be hit or miss there. The Emmy isn't the end-all be-all. I'm happy to have them, but it's not necessarily a reflection of my ah. accuracy. Okay, so speaking of extreme weather or big things that just pop up mm -hmm. is there a piece of gear that if you're traveling you need to carry with you uh umbrella so the the bummer with uh, there's very few bummers that's a good one umbrella is necessary Thank you. um there's very very few bummers i think with um rving it's awesome and i wish i could do it i wish i had the time and the lifestyle that would support it but you're often going in places where there's not good connectivity to the world internet cell service what have you um so in that case you can oftentimes be in the dark if you're just mm -hmm. out in the wilderness you're camping and you have no idea what's coming so uh in that case radio huge uh, i'm sure every rv -er or every rv is going to come with some sort of emergency radio right no mm. no uh, no that's not a thing mm -hmm. 
Mm. But as a general, as in general, if if I ran into a random RVer, um, was uh, what are the odds that that random guy is going to have an emergency radio? I do. Do you? Do, uh, neither. I you? don't. I, yes, I. I'm, just, I'm, but I'm, I'm going to get I'm one asking. today. Right now, I'm going to get one. That's okay. why I'm asking. Amazon it Prime is Day. Amazon Prime Day today. <laughs> yeah. So, what do people go online and order? Especially one of those hand crank ones that, that, that you can power it up. Weather radio. I, yeah. and you can get some that are you know hand crank like that. Or, um, yeah, solar. You name it. Absolutely. Even in an absence of cellular coverage wherever you may be that radio signal is probably going to get you and mm-hmm. you will be alerted in the middle of the night if necessary whether or not there's weather coming your way that you need to pay attention right. to I can't believe you two you two play so dangerous mm. I, 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 we could take a poll of everybody who comes in <laughs> oh, here I and know. I bet 99% I know. don't have a weather radio that is a big old bummer that is 100% yeah. correct and yet it's always been part of my camping kit how many RV dealerships sell weather radios do we y'all do now. no oh, good. <laughs> no we don't as of tomorrow no. but, but I mean <laughs> honestly I mean so that I think that's a very very legit honestly, question what do you need to have a weather radio I feel like that would be kind of uh, something that would fly off the shelves I feel like it should yeah. Go with every Safety. RV. Every is disgusting. Are they expensive? A little bit. No, no. There's no. like thirty bucks um, for like the official NOAA weather radio, mm-hmm. which you know for some people can be a little you know pricey of like a daily purchase. But you can get cheaper ones that aren't official yeah. NOAA weather radios that you can still get the sure. same relevant information on. Sure. Is NOAA better? No. Uh, so <laughs> it's all the so same. Amazon You're still Prime, <laughs> any weather radio. Look up a weather radio on yep. Amazon Prime. Get one with high reviews, yep. and you're you're set. Yep. It's a good start. And, they, and they're oftentimes it's a no radio plus a flashlight or what have you. So it's kind of pools double duty. Yeah. Plus a flashlight. I do have a I crank have flashlight. Those. That's good. <laughs> it just doesn't tell me the weather. Yeah, no alerts. <laughs> it just lights things up so I can see the weather. Yeah. Perfect. That is outside. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. That's better than nothing. Yeah. You're above average, I think. <laughs> well, I think we got three very small pieces of information for our viewers in this yeah. podcast. I am very proud of you guys. I think that's better than last time. I am very proud and of you guys. This is your second time here and your third time here. We might actually convince you of a way to actually go try an RV somewhere. This is a goal. Okay. And then I will ask you, how the heck do I accomplish that with a three-year-old or a four-year-old if we're doing this I every two-year tradition? I did have done a podcast on do. that. Okay. Yeah. I camp, I've camped with my kids since they were babies. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Okay. Honestly, if you just prep a few things beforehand and understand what you're getting into, oh man, it's real fun because they like they have. Because I went camping as a kid, but I, I think I was I wasn't until I was like north of five years old. Okay, so they're actually less crazy because everything is new. You know. Yeah. Yo, I have an idea. Go on. We have rallies coming up, and if we give him enough heads up. He could come to the rally, and and our rallies are scheduled right in the time frame of certain solar eclipse events. <gasps> and in Bandera, right um, where you can are see Are y'all it. all hyped up for the 2024 eclipse? Mm-hmm. Totally hyped. Because I've been for like the last couple of years. Look yeah. cute. It's coming. <laughs> I'm thrilled because I don't have to travel to go see it. It's coming right through here yeah. and through much of the country, of course. Uh, anyone who knows anything about eclipses knows where it's going yeah. in 2024. And right. our campsites for our rally is in the zone of totality in texas southwest mm-hmm. texas bandera, bandera texas okay so that's um one of the first spots to see it not the first you'd have to go all the way down yeah. to the rio grande but yeah. that's awesome 
So yeah, it is. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna start praying for a clear sky. Yeah. God, can you yeah, imagine? Yeah, yeah. Please, would I'm gonna you get eviscerated if there's three clouds in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, it will be your fault. Um, and um, it's great to be in the RV business because hotels have already sold out, mm-hmm. and most RV parts have sold out. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Yes, but we have some. Oh yeah, check out our uh, our uh, Texas Tiny Trailer Rally dot for registration for next spring spring the rally is actually the week the weekend after the eclipse but, but the park is holding spots for us so if you want to go to the rally they, you get a discounted rate if you want to stay a few days before to see the solar eclipse that sounded really confusing but it's all explained on just the page just go on the internet that's yeah. right just go to the internet website. it and mm-hmm. everything else is sold out I mean it, you're not going to find anything else so if you're a camper you want to see that total eclipse you need to call uh, Skyline Ranch Skyline Ranch RV Park RV Park Pay you prepay for your four days and then hang out a few extra days and come to our rally and start praying for clear skies. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Sacrifice. Whatever the opposite of seeding the clouds is. Yeah, um, I don't even know. Yeah, you're gonna. Uh, we can go down another rabbit hole. We could go into some conspiracy theories if you want, but we're not gonna go. What? Conspiracy theories about That's what? Everyone's got a conspiracy theory about, about the, weather. the eclipse. H a a r p. Uh, like, weather modification. Is, blah, what are you blah, talking blah. about? Oh, no, but are there any? That's my other podcast, y'all. Okay, but are there any? <laughs> that's the tinfoil hat <laughs> RV small talk podcast. Are there conspiracies about the solar eclipse? Oh, I'm um, sure. Okay. I don't know which ones exist. It's probably the flat earthers that have something to say on the. Oh yeah, because yeah. that really messes with the whole yeah the whole, uh, the whole theory thing. the whole uh, <laughs> flat disc. Yeah, yeah. Oh. that's hmm. out of whack. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what to say. We just opened up a whole bag of worms as we're trying to end this thing. Are we trying to end it? Are we? We, ne- we never want to. I have all the time in the world, friends. <laughs> no, you don't. This you will be a six-hour episode. Well, it's d- the two-year-old's at daycare until oh. 4.30. Oh, man. Wow. wow. So we got five hours. What do you want to do? Let's order a pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some more black coffee. <laughs> okay. Everybody, thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you for joining us for this episode of the RV Small Talk Podcast. This time with Avery Tomasco, CBS Austin. If you want to check him out on social medias, just look him up, meteorologist Avery Tomasco. You will learn a lot. You will get a great take on the weather around here, but you also get some scientific background on it. And some giggles. And you may laugh a little. You may laugh a little. So, so it's, it's a multi-prong adventure. Um, and Avery, thank you for joining us again. It's an absolute pleasure. I, I don't know how, how you whittle out time in the middle of the day. <laughs> every time for it's us. worth it <laughs> it is worth it every single time and I'm happy to do it again in two years because oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have to wait two years it seems to you be the tradition and, and we That's have to recovery. get a bigger room if you ask yeah. me in 2024 I'm saying no we'll come but back. we can book something for 2025 okay, okay. <laughs> there it is there it is <laughs> okay rvsmalltalk.com for show notes and RV Small Talk podcast on any social media or YouTube to find us. Leave us a review. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You don't even have to listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Just go to applepodcasts.com look up the podcast and rate and review. Leave us some comments. We learn a lot. Mm-hmm. And there it is. So everybody until the next episode. Bye. Ciao. Bye.